Welcome back to Disney Marvels for week of August 23rd, 2020. This is episode 98. Disney Marvels, the show about Disney, Marvel, Lucasfilm, Muppets, Pixar, 20th Century, the parks, and much, much, much more. If it has to do with Disney, it's fair game. I'm your host, Matthew Graken. Hey, we'll be back after these messages from our friends and sponsors. Hey guys, Ralph for Alch Universe here. Are you into uh, nerdy things like Pokemon, Marvel, and Disney? You've come to the right spot. We have videos, we have games, we have contests. We just do all sorts of fun. Whether it's going live during the week or posting about an article about a new movie coming out. We do everything we can to keep you in the know and have some fun. Oh, and we have swag too. So come on. We're everywhere social media can be found and we want you to become part of our family. Stay nerdy. And now, on with the show. In 98 episodes, strangely enough, I've never done a food review. I've done movie reviews, I've done TV show reviews, I've done streaming reviews, I've done all sorts of different things. But I've never done a food review, strangely enough. So, I'm going to do one now. And I decided for the first one, the honor goes to one of my personal favorites. It is actually one of the more popular ones out there. It's been around since 1974, so it's it's been there. It's a staple of Walt Disney World. It's at Disney World. There's another thing for you. But it's not one of the high fancy spancy ones, and it is a little difficult to get to. It can be a little tricky. Yet, lots of people have gotten there. It is the one, the only, but of course I'm talking about the Hoop-dee-doo musical review. I got the song playing in your head now, don't I? It's located at Pioneer Hall in Fort Wilderness on Disney property. That's one of the Magic Kingdom ones. That makes it a little tricky to get to because there's not a direct bus. So you'd have to go to downtown Disney, catch the Pioneer, um, the, what did I say? Fort Wilderness. Apologies. The Fort Wilderness bus, or you could do it from any of the parks, hop on the Fort Wilderness bus. That will bring you to the outer outskirts of Fort Wilderness. Then you catch the internal bus to Pioneer Hall. Pioneer Hall is where you'll find the Hoop-dee-doo review. Other than that, you, use, you probably could take an Uber and that will let you off relatively nearby. You used to be able to take the minivans and, well, that, that's a sad story in itself. Uh, maybe they'll come back one day. Let's hope. Let's hope. Fingers crossed. And then, or you could also, if you are on the Seven Seas Lagoon, one of those resorts, you could take the water taxi to there. So, or particularly if you're at Fort Wilderness or Contemporary, um, or again at the Magic Kingdom, you could take the water taxi to the uh, Fort Wilderness, and that is a mere few steps away from Pioneer Hall. So that, it, it, like I said, that could be a little complicated in itself. But bar that, that is the worst part of your experience, most likely. 
you do want to get there early for your show. One, because again, how, how troublesome it could be there. Or you drive. You can always drive. That's another thing. But uh, yeah, you, uh, you want to get there early. There's some stuff to do outside. You do have to wait outside the building. Um, you do have Davy Crockett's uh, shop um, right on the side, which you get find a lot of neat little trinkets, particularly to Fort Wilderness, that you don't find anywhere else. And you'll find it there, and I always love going in that shop because of the variety of things between shirts and other things um, that you will find pertaining to Fort Wilderness. It's a neat, neat resort. Um, huge, absolutely huge. So the show, um, once you get to the show, there's three seatings. Like I said, get there early. Someone will ring the dinner bell. You'll head on in and you'll find your table. There's three categories of seats. Category one and category two, for the most part, are on the floor. Category three, you're sitting up top. Um, three is going to give you the most, it'll be the harder to see the stage. Again, it's a stage show, in case you weren't aware of that, I apologize. Um, this is a stage show. It's uh, very entertaining. So you have the three levels of seating for the stage. And uh, the sight lines are the best for Category 1 and Category 2. Category 1 is going to put you more center and up front. Category 2 is a little more on the outside. It's category 3, like I said, for, it's kind of upstairs. Um, handicap seating is accessible for Categories 1 and 2. You can use... You can use dining plans on it, though it is a two-credit dining um, experience because it's a it's it's a premium. I mean, it's 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 a show, so of course it's going to be um, a two-credit deal. Tables of Wonderland can also be used on it, but apparently, I think only for the late showings. For all of that, though, information, work with your your Disney planner or the um, when you call to make your reservations because you do have to make reservations for this. And they'll be able to explain the, the seating categories a lot better, uh, particularly the sight lines and uh, if you need handicap accessible seating. They'll be able to work with you on that. But let's talk about the food. So the food choices that you have, it's, it's American barbecue and it's served family style. So what that means is that all the food is placed in the center of the table and you get to pick from there. If you've ever been to um, Ohana's, Ohana serves the same way in uh, Polynesian Resort. So all the food's put in the center of the table and you just kind of, you grab at it. It's mostly um, finger food, as it were. So you have, and this, the menu is the same throughout, uh, unless if you have dietary restrictions, they may work with you. Again, ask when you're making the reservations. You do have to pay in advance for this place too. Uh, but as for the food, you have fried chicken, smoked barbecue ri uh, pork ribs, seasonal vegetables, salad, baked beans, fresh baked cornbread, which is fantastic. Oh, you get some butter in there. It just melts right in. Oh, wonderful. And the dessert is a spectacular strawberry shortcake. Oh, I could even just skip the dinner and just give me give me two, three of the strawberry shortcakes. I'll just eat those up all the time. You get unlimited draft beer, wine, and sangrias. Sangrias eligible, obviously, for guests 21 and over. Um, that is the drinking age here. So, the fried chicken, very well done. It does take them. It takes them about six hours. Six hours to prepare that food. 
uh, particularly the breading the chicken and getting it all ready. Fried chicken's done very well. Um, it is still, it's usually pretty moist. You know, maybe occasionally you get some dry pieces, but you, you get uh, thighs, um, I believe there's a breast in there, legs. Uh, so you do get a variety of type of pieces. You have the the, the ribs, um, which have a great, uh, very messy, but very nice done barbecue sauce. I am not a ribs fan, but I enjoy these ribs. Um, the vegetables, they're seasoned, you know, the seasonal vegetables that, you know, nothing too exciting about them but they're again nicely done they are cooked um so they they are on the softer side they're not steamed i believe you know it, it salads the run of a mill house salad um baked beans are fantastic I, oh again could just eat a whole bunch of those um which that could be dangerous um because everyone there's eating beans so uh, make sure you find a bus that you could open the windows um again like i said the cornbread it's uh, a decent size and it is it's very soft it's fresh it's warm like i said you slap some butter on there and it just melts right into the crevices and it's just so delicious um all the food is is very well done here but if you have picky eaters do keep in mind that this is pretty much the menu you don't have many other options so you, you do have to keep that in mind. The, uh, and it's again, mostly all finger food, uh, between the ribs and the chicken and, uh, you know, the cornbread and stuff like that. Uh, tip, if you have like a small pack of baby wipes or wet ones or something like that, that you could bring with you, put that in your bag and bring that with you because I mean, you do have cloth napkins, but sometimes just to, particularly to get that, um, the sauce of the the barbecue pork ribs that's just going to get it off so much better and wipe your mouth and if you have little ones yeah they're going to get that sauce and everything all over them or the beans so bring uh wipes with you of some sort a uh, small packet of wipes it'll be you know invaluable for cleaning up if you don't have to use them great don't worry about it but just in case i would suggest bring them even if it's just adults it's not a bad idea to have them with you. Drinks, again, draft beer, wine, sangria. It's pretty good. It's pretty good stuff. Um, it's included in your dining plan. Well, dining plan keeps changing, so I don't I don't want to say that, but it is included with your ticket at as of this time, and this recording is August in 2020. So, you know, keep that keep that in mind. Just also give you the amount of food that they go through. This is a daily estimate of food, nightly estimate. So they do three shows, 900 pounds of fried chicken. That's a lot. 400 pounds of pork ribs. That's still a lot. 120 pounds of corn, 400 pounds of potatoes, 30 gallons of baked beans. Whew. Like I said, open air transportation, good idea. 15 gallons of strawberries. I, I, I could go through all 15 gallons myself. And 12 gallons of whipped cream which is, is really good. Uh, and, and the sponge for the, the strawberry shortcake is, is a nice, delicate sponge. It does soak up the flavors well. Like I said, I, I can eat that all day, all night. Just just get, just from the beginning, bring on the strawberry shortcake. The food is, is, again, very well done. It is all you can eat. So if there is if you are enjoying that chicken, keep bringing it. 
Um, they are served in metal buckets, kind of funky, but that it, it, it fits the theming. Pioneer Hall is a very early Pioneer Day, hence the name, Western America. Cowboys, you're, you expect to have like a John Wayne type of character or Davy Crockett to be walking in at, at any point. And that's the theme of the show. The show is very much what it's supposed to be. Uh, the idea of it is behind like the um, old traveling shows that would come in on coach wagon to these towns, do their performance, get some money, go to the next town. And that's what this is. It's supposed to be a stagecoach type of show. Obviously, it isn't. It's a little more modern than that. But you have a banjo player, you have a piano player up front tickling the ivories, uh, twanging away on the banjo. And then you have you have six main characters. You have Claire de Lune, Johnny Ringo, which those are the two primary characters, more or less. Uh, Dolly Drew, Six Bit Slocum, and then you have Flora Long and Jim Handy. So those are the, the six characters that that go on in the in the show. It's 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 sappy, it's corny com uh, humor, um, it's toe tapping, very fun music. This show debuted June thirtieth, nineteen seventy four. It was created for a group of summer college interns. I think they had a lot of input into what the show was going to be as well, and it was something to fill the void of what to do with Pioneer Hall at that time because the initial ideas weren't really panning out. Pioneer Hall, part of the, uh, the the Fort Wilderness Resort, which was an opening day resort, there was a lot, you know, it's kind of like, what do we do with this? We have this space. We were going, you know, they, wanted, they had a few ideas that they were floating along and eventually came upon this show. By the end of that summer, it was in such high demand that they started hiring full-time um, actors to fill the roles, and keep the show going. And since then, they've done over 37,000 performances. 10.5 million guests have been served there. It is one of the longest-running dinner shows. Nay, probably one of the longest-running shows in the United States. Considering that it's been going, again, since 1974, almost non-stop, seven days a week, three shows a night. That's a lot of shows. Obviously, now, with the current state of things, it's not running. It will be back soon once they get this whole thing figured out. Because another thing about this place to keep in mind is the tables are relatively close to each other. It, you don't have too much elbow room between you and the next table. You have some decent room depending where you're sitting. But it is it is cozy. They try and fill that place up the best that you can. Especially if you're in the upper levels, um, it, it gets you even more uh, more cozy up there. But um, the the it's usually it's a little loud. There's a lot of ruckus going on, uh, so you know you're setting in your your family best. If that's going to work for them, it's not something to keep in mind. You know the the main performance. They're loud. They're they're full of energy. Um, my kids. I was a little worried about how they were going to handle it, if they were get any of the jokes or just enjoy it at all. They loved it, and they were three and four at the time. My teenager, she loves it too. So it, it is definitely, you know, again, knowing your, your family. Um, if they like the high-energy stuff, the louder stuff, they will probably enjoy this show. It is colorful. It's enjoyable. It is silly. 
you know, a lot of slap gags and, and um, like I said, just corny type of stuff, especially between uh, Dolly and Six Bits. Um, you know, just a lot of, you know, the hokey pokey bits. Um, they do the hokey pokey at one point and it is, it gets comical. It starts off serious and just kind of goes downhill as far as the seriousness from there uh, to the point where you get Six Bits uh, doing his part and the other performers are making fun of him at the time. I will not say too much, but it is, um, yeah, it, it, it just kind of, it sucks you in. You just, it, like the rest of Walt Disney World, you got to let yourself go and enjoy yourself. Enjoy what's going on around you. Be entertained and just be taken in by, by the fun of everything. And this place will do that to you. Yes, those six main characters come in. They're hooping and hollering. They do get down from the stage. They go throughout the audience. They interact with the audience. They will bring some audience members onto the stage at one point. They, what's nice about it... I, I was thinking about this the other, um, the other day when I was coming up with the idea of doing the review on this place is that you have the performance going on, but they have timed it in such a way that you will have the performance, then they take a, the performers take a break, there's some piano music going on, and you're di well, they announce your food coming out, and then they make a big deal about the food uh, coming in, and it is literally slammed down onto your table. They make a big deal, but then they stop. The performance stops, the performers leave the stage, so you can eat and enjoy yourself to just some nice light piano and banjo music. Then after a little bit, the performers come back. You can still be eating, but for the majority of the time, or at least initially when the food comes out, you don't have to worry about putting on, you know, dealing with the show. So in that aspect, that's nicely done. And they, they do this to pace, A, to pace the show, and B, to allow you time to eat. They do that with the main course, and they do that with the dessert. So those are, are two times that whenever you're getting your main food, you don't have to worry about trying to eat and watch the show. Um, they do leave, give you a little time and then the, um, they come back on. You And obviously you can still be eating while the show's going on. Sometimes it's not advisable because you may be laughing trying to eat and that could be just hazardous to your health because then you could start choking. That assigns the point. Um, it, it's... Like I said, it's corny and you just got to go, go with it. Go with the atmosphere. Go with the fun. And I've, I, re I remember seeing this show when I was younger. I was not a big fan of the food then. I've grown to enjoy the type of food now. Um, but even when I was younger, the just the hoopla of everything and just kind of the, the energy just it is so much fun. And I've, I brought my kids throughout the years to it. And they've always enjoyed it, too. It is something that, like I said, most families will enjoy. I'm not saying it's for everyone. But I would say, I mean, it's got a 96% approval rating on touring plans. That That's pretty good. That, you know, only 4% of people didn't care for it. So majority of you will like it. And I, I have to agree. I agree with that 96%. Most people are going to like it. It runs, I think, roughly about an hour and a half, two hours. Again, whenever you you make your um, reservations, they will be able to tell you exactly how long it is because it it's, it is very um, precise. When the show is done and they say goodbye, they are trying to shush you out because they have to turn that place over 
in a you know in a short period of time for the next showing. There's usually going to be a show right right on top of you. They are stacked pretty close, so you do have to keep that in mind that you kind of you can't exactly lollygag. But if you want more dessert, make sure you ask for it quickly because they will bring it out to you. You can have more dessert. You can have more fried chicken. You can have more ribs, beans, whatever you want. They will bring it to you. They will happily bring it to you. The servers are in character with the, the performance, but they're usually all, they're very kind. They're very attentive. They're very busy and they're trying to swirl throughout there. I mean, those servers run because they, they are constantly going back to that kitchen, bringing stuff out and they really can't bring too much between multiple tables. I mean, they could bring like two or three tables, but that's about it. So they, they are constantly working and bringing food back and clean. They, they earn their keep there. But some of those servers have been there for a long, long time. And they have, even the servers have followings. Um, as much as the characters and the performers. The performers I've seen throughout the years have all been fantastic. They, they're always enjoyable. They're always top-notch. Um, and I, I, like I said, I know I've seen different ones. And I, I always enjoy them. Um, no matter who it is on stage playing these characters. Um, they're all silly. They're all silly in one way or another. And it, it is campy. Um, it is kind of like... You know, kind of like a howdy-doody type of thing. Where you know, it, it's... You know, singing in kind of a cowboyish and kind of uh, corny fun, but it, you just, like you said, let yourself go and you enjoy it. And it, it, it is, it is a nice family experience to all sit down and laugh. And you know, you had a long day at the park. You sit back and just kind of you have some good food. Um, it's not, it's not like some of the other restaurants where it's it's not more very formal. Um, despite the the two credits, it is very relaxed. Shirt, t-shirt, shorts, come on in, no problem. No jacket or tie required here, like some of the other places. Good to go. Come in, sit down, kick back, relax, enjoy the show, have a few drinks, have some chicken. Chicken's on the house. Well, it's not on the house. You're paying for it anyway. Have as much chicken as you want. You want another round? Bring it along. Um, try the cornbread. Stay for the show. Go to see Hoop Dee Doo review. Have you, have you, the, my listeners, seen the Hoop Dee Doo musical review? If so, what are your thoughts? What are your favorite parts? Is your favorite part the chicken? Is your favorite part the cornbread? Is your favorite part six bits? I want to know. Leave in the comments. Put the comments out there. Um, shout it out on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Disney Marvel's podcast. Or on the Facebook group. Uh, which again is facebook.com slash group slash Disney Marvel's podcast. You can also find us on Instagram under Disney Marvel's podcast and on Twitter as, at Twitter at just Disney Marvel's. Not just Disney Marvel, but at Disney Marvel's. You can email the show with your answers or suggestions for other shows to Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. Again, that's Disney Marvel's at gmail.com. You can also leave a voice message through the Anchor app or website. Links to everything is in the show notes. Folks, 100th episode right around the corner, two weeks away, by that Sunday. Please, can you send me some, you know, send me a voice message. I would love your voice message or email. I'll, I'll read the emails. I'll play your voice message on the show. I want you to be part of that very special moment for us. So please, 
send us emails, send, uh, send us voice messages. You could do a voice recording on your phone, email that to us, uh, go through the Anchor app. You could do something there. But by, I believe it will be September 6th, please uh, get me that um, stuff. Time is coming close. So I want you, again, I want to make sure that you are part of this show. I want to thank you for your time. I know how little time we all have these days. I feel like I'm busier whatever being under stuck at home than I have been wherever I can go out. But the fact that you've taken some of that time to spend with me means a lot. I really appreciate it. If I could just ask a little more thing, a little more favor every time. Tell your friends. Tell your Disney friends to join this, the Disney Marvels family and the community that we have going here. Let them know about the show. And then also while you're at it, if you could, please go onto iTunes and leave a review. At least we have a lot of five-star ratings so far. Only five-star ratings, which I cannot believe that the only thing I have is five-star ratings. I would love for more. I'm not trying to be greedy, but the more that we have, the more a show will get noticed. And while you're at it, make sure you subscribe to the show, so this way you always know when a new episode is posted. And also don't forget, you can consider to become a premium subscriber through anchor.fm slash disneymarvel slash support, or find our Patreon page where you can get some neat, neat little stuff. Links, are to the, uh, links to those are in the show notes. Because remember, this show is brought to you by listeners like you. Whatever you're facing out there, no matter how difficult, how impossible things are may seem right now, don't give up on yourself. Believe in yourself. You are an amazing person. You are special. You are loved. If not, but it may not seem like it, and sometimes just things get so overwhelming. But remember, there is a light inside of you. Sometimes it may be hard to find. Look deep inside. Embrace that light. Let it shine for the world to see. Let everyone see how spectacular you are. Because you are special. Be your own hero. Move forward and believe in yourself like I believe in you. I'd like to end this show with a quote from Walt Disney himself. Recently, I was invited to see a show on America. And as I sat there, watching and listening, I felt both proud and thrilled. Thrilled with the voices thrilled with the sounds, proud of the group of 100 talented young American singers singing about our country, the songs that made me proud to be an American. And that's Walt Disney. Thank you again, everybody, and I'll see you next time.